Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal my soul this morning. Lord, my soul thirsts to be here again in your presence. Precious Lord, King of glory, Lord of lords, my soul thirsts to magnify you again. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful morning. Thank you for blessing us with a brand new day. This is the day that you made. Lord, we are confident you will cause us to rejoice and be glad in today. And so, Father, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you all adoration. We worship you just for who you are. We worship you because you are holy. We worship you because you are righteous. We worship you because you are almighty. Scripture says that all power in heaven and on earth belongs to you. So we give you glory, almighty God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we say thank you for the grace to enter your presence with worship. We ask this morning that as we read your word again, Lord, you will fill our hearts, fill us with, with wisdom, grant us understanding in your word, and let your name be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. So we continue our study. A big thank you. A big thank you to everyone. Your messages are well received. Thank you for the calls. Thank you for the checkups. And thank you for the blessings and prayer as I undergo this transition. I pray for us that God, the Lord Himself, will make to come to pass what he has spoken concerning us in the mighty name of jesus just like sarah the lord will do for you the lord you will do, will do for me as he has promised in the mighty name of jesus so i want to say we thank you as we are here now in the uk and here from here i will be sharing i will be sharing the word of god with us God bless you. All right. So the last time we were together, we were looking at 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Uh, we undertook this study and we are going to be reading the whole of the New Testament together. But we stopped on 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I did say that the Corinthian church and those who were opposed to Paul were wondering if all the suffering he has been through, all the persecution he has been through, whether they do not disqualify him from being an apostle. Uh, some of the other apostles were not experiencing the same thing. 
and so he was being compared to others and i said second corinthians paul was defending his apostleship and said look um his suffering were like a badge he will put on and everything that he had been through was to, for the glory of god in fact he said that this light affliction could not be compared to the glory that were ahead of us right yeah so today we read second corinthians chapter 5 and 6. second corinthians chapter 5 paul tells us that so we have our bodies currently and you know that what we do in our bodies are important but paul says we are more than our bodies and that's very important for the christian to know what we do in this body we will ultimately give account of but there is a new body that god is preparing for us by the time we pass on from here paul will talk about that and then paul will talk talk about our role as ambassadors it was his role as an ambassador and it will be our role also as ambassadors in this world wherever you are whatever nation you are staying in you must never forget that you are an ambassador and in six we will see paul list out some of the suffering that he has been through but yes <laughs> they are all for the glory of god hallelujah and so we can't allow what we have been through to to literally disqualify us there are many people who are going through things and they allow those things push them from the presence of god it's a big mistake it shouldn't be they allow their situation the fact they don't have a baby the fact that um, things have been hard at work finances have been very poor they allow the fact that they have been persecuted by others they allow it to push them away from the presence of God. Big mistake. Big mistake. Wear whatever you go through as a badge of honor while trusting God and praising Him even in the midst of that. And I'm telling you, you will come out on top in the mighty name of Jesus. All right. So please get your Bibles this morning. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and 6. It says, For we know that when this earthly tends, Paul calls our bodies tents. Your body is a tent. It's, a, it's like an address you are living in. Some call it your body, your earthly suit. Yes, just like when, when astronauts go to space, they can't live there. The ambassadors, right? Ahead of, from Earth to space. They can't live there without their earthly suit. They need to be in that suit to do everything. And I'm telling you, the minute you lose your suit here on, you know, on this earth, your body, then you pass on. Okay. So it's important you realize that with these bodies are a tent. They are our earthly suits. We will soon take them off. Astronauts don't put on their suits throughout. Okay. They get into their spaceship, they take them off, and when they come back to planet Earth, then they take off. <laughs> they don't put on those suits again. The suits are for them while they are in space. Our suits, our tents, are for while we are here on Earth. So for we know that when this earthly tent 
uh, this tent we live in is taken is taken down that is when we die and leave this earthly body we will have a house in heaven that's for christians so not for everyone we will have a house in heaven an eternal body made for us by god himself and not by human hands we know that okay so we can be confident to face what we we are going through what are you afraid of that you're going to die when you die you will put aside this your earthly body this your earthly tent this your earthly suit you will put it aside there is a new body god is preparing as prepared for you you will receive that one and that one you will be able to stand in the presence of god with it paul says we will have a house in heaven another body that's what he's saying another tent an eternal body made for us by god himself and not and not by human hands he says we grew we grow weary in our present bodies and we long to put on our heavenly bodies uh, like new like new clothing for we will put on heavenly bodies we will not be spirits without bodies okay so we are spirits but we live in a body when we die on this earth our but our spirits will return to god for those of us who are born again returns to god and we ultimately put on an heavenly body in that body we will stand forever in the presence of god he says for we will put on heavenly bodies and we will not be spirits without bodies so while we live in these earthly bodies we groan and sign but it's not that we want to die and get rid of these bodies that clothe us right <laughs> some of us would want we want if you ask the average person I, I, so i often joke about this i say if christianity was such that if you give your life to christ god takes you straight to heaven how many people will give their life to christ <laughs> uh, i'm not too sure i'm not too sure okay so the goal is not to take you straight to heaven the goal is for you to live on here on earth and be an ambassador that's what you see paul will address that shortly okay so while we live in these earthly bodies we groan and sign some of the things we, we will go through will be painful some of us will not enjoy the things we go through. We groan and sign. Uh, we groan and sign. And I say, but it's not that we want to die and get rid of or get rid of these bodies that clothe us. Rather, we want to put on our new bodies so that these dying bodies will be swallowed up by life. God Himself has prepared for prepared us for this. And as a guarantee, he has given us his Holy Spirit. So I think many people take for granted the purpose and the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit isn't one, one um, feeling somewhere you just get when you are singing in the presence of God. No, the Holy Spirit is the guarantee. The guarantee 
that God has made a down payment for you and I. Okay? Just like you go into a store and you're trying to buy, you're buying to you're trying to buy a particular good and you make a down payment for that good. Let's say it's about 300 pounds and 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 then you you sorry <laughs> 300 naira and then you pay maybe 290 290 naira okay that's about now i have say three three thousand naira and you pay two thousand nine hundred naira okay leaving just a little more okay for you to balance and then uh, you get you pick up your goods yes the holy spirit is the proof that a down payment was made uh, do you understand it yes the holy spirit the fact that you have the holy spirit is proof that you are a child of god mm -hmm. that you have been cleansed by the blood with the blood of jesus hallelujah he says and as a guarantee he has given us his holy spirit six says so we are always confident we are always confident even though we know that as long as we live in these bodies we are not at home with the lord right yes as long as we live in this body we will be on planet earth <laughs> yes we are still here uh, when we take off our bodies when something happens you get in an accident your body is sick yeah. something happened to this earthly body then you will go on to be with the lord paul says we are always confident even though we know that as long as we live in this body we are not at home with the lord for we live by believing and not by seeing wow we believe not by seeing we believe by believing oh sorry we live by believing we live by faith and not by sight he says yes we are fully confident and we would rather be away from these earthly bodies uh, for then we will be at home with the lord we live by believing eh? we not by what we see we believe by faith jesus will return one day and in that day when the trumpet will sound i know it does not make sense to the average person the trumpet will sound we will we will put on our 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 we will put on our heavenly bodies and then we will hear the master's call and then we will be with him forever it's a matter of belief it's what we christians what we believe okay and we live every day for him believe by faith not by sight not by what we see so don't let what you see don't let what the devil puts you through don't let what you are going through shape your belief in god hallelujah yes yes very important we are confident and we would rather be away from this earthly bodies for then we will be at home with the lord so whether we are here in this body or away from this body our goal is to please him our goal is always to please him whether we die whether we live our goal is to please the lord i pray that every christian i pray you listening to me this morning you will make this your ultimate call your marching order okay doesn't matter what you go through your goal will be to please the lord 
Say, for we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. Our goal is to please him because we will know that we will stand before him. And so Paul says we are ambassador. 11. Because we understand our fearful responsibility to the Lord, we would we work hard to persuade others. Mm? We are ambassadors. We have to represent God well here because we know that we would stand before him. He says, our fear, because we understand our fearful responsibility to the Lord, we work hard to persuade others. God knows we are sincere, and I hope you know this too. Are we commending ourselves to you again? No. We are giving you a reason to be proud of us. So, so you, you to be proud of us, so you can always, you can answer those who brag about having a spectacular ministry rather than having a sincere heart. Our goal is not to show off. Our goal is not to uh, to be able to claim that we are these men of God or we are powerful apostles. No, our goal is that we are representing Christ. Hallelujah. He says, rather than having a sincere, those people, rather than them having a sincere, if it seems we are crazy, it is it is to bring God. <laughs> God, Paul says, if it seems we are crazy, it is to bring glory to God. And if we are in our right mind, it is for your benefit. Either way, Christ's love controls us. Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we will all we also believe that we have all died to our old lives he died for everyone so that those who receive his eternal life will no longer live for themselves instead they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them if people would realize that Jesus already died for them okay they only need to receive, to to re- believe him receive him into their lives and they will receive a new life and when that happens they will see that they want to live for christ hallelujah he says to live for christ who died and was raised for them 16 so we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view at one time we thought of christ merely from a human point of view how differently we know him now this means that anyone who belongs to christ has become a new person the whole life is gone a new life has begun hallelujah when we receive jesus into our lives the whole life is gone the new life has begun ah i pray for you the new life that you have in christ will be so glorious it will bring others to him in the mighty name of jesus but you see that is the selling point when we tell others about jesus christ our old life is gone our new life has begun their old life can disappear yes a new life can begin today as they accept jesus as lord and savior 18 and all of this is a gift from god it is a gift from god who brought us back to himself through christ and God has given us this task of reconciling people to Him. For God was in Christ, God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself, 
no longer counting people's sin against them and he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation god was in christ god's purpose in christ when jesus died on that cross was to reconcile the world to himself and he has reconciled the world to himself if the world will accept him it is no longer counting will accept the sacrifice of jesus for them this is no longer counting people's sin against them and he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation so we are christ's ambassadors god is making his appeal through us we speak for christ when we plead come back to god for god made christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sins so that we could be made right with god through christ what a wonderful message for god made christ jesus on the cross he made him a jesus that would never sinned god made him an offering for our sins so that we could be made right with god through christ ah i pray this morning please tell someone about jesus it's a wonderful message i tell you it's a wonderful message to share with others all right second corinthians chapter 6 and now we pick up a little bit of speed so paul says as god's partners remember we have to tell others about what jesus has done for them we beg you not to accept this marvelous gift of God's kindness and then ignore it. Hmm? Because the Corinthian church, they were believers, right? <laughs> accept it don't, and not ignore it. For God says, at just the right time I had you, on the day of salvation, I helped you. That's Isaiah chapter 49 verse 8. Paul is quoting, at just the right time I had you, on, on the day of salvation, I helped you. So don't take the fact that you are born again, don't take it, don't let it be in vain. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. So we live in such a way that no one will stumble because of us and no one will find fault with our ministry. In everything we do, we show that we are tr true ministers of God. We patiently endure troubles and hardship and calamities of every kind. We have been beaten, been put in prison, faced angry mobs, walked to exhaustion, endured sleepless nights, and God without food. Paul says, you see, all of those things, they do not, they can't distract us from being ambassadors. We prove ourselves by our purity, by the way we live. See, our understanding, we prove ourselves so by our purity, our understanding, our patience, our kindness, by the Holy Spirit within us and by our sincere love. We faithfully preach the truth. We faithfully preach the truth. God's power is working. It's working in us. We use the weapon of righteousness in the right hand for attack and the, and the left hand for defense. The weapon of righteousness, oh yes, the weapon that we have a right standing with God is a weapon when you have that weapon and you have it both for attack and defense the devil cannot i'm telling you the devil cannot put you under condemnation it says we serve god verse 8 we serve god whether people honor us or despise us we see serve god whether they slander us or praise us we see we see serve god we are honest but they call us imposters we are ignored even though we are well known 
we live close to death but we are still alive we have been beaten but we have not been killed our hearts ache but we always have joy ha! we are poor but we have spiritual riches to others we own nothing yet we have everything wow you see paul has not allowed everything he was going through remember how much success he had he was doing so well you know as as um a disciple and and as a um he was he was he was studying law and so he was growing in his profession i would have done well i'm sure you know but now he has taken on this ministry and he was being castigated he was being beaten sometimes he had to work for his own uh, to be able to survive on his own Paul said all these things don't move me says oh dear corinthians friends we have spoken honestly with you and our hearts are open to you there is no lack of love on our parts but you have withheld your love from us i am asking you to respond as if you were my own children open your hearts open your hearts to us since um okay so he's going to talk about the fact that we are the temples of the living god says don't team up with those who are unbelievers how can righteousness be a partner with wickedness it's not possible right how can light live with darkness it shouldn't be what harmony can there be between christ and the devil it shouldn't be there's no harmony there how can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever and and what union can there be between god's temple and idols there can be remember those who were going to temples okay i don't i thought temples and were eating there and say it didn't matter paul says no how can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever and what union can there be between god's temple and and idols say for we are the temples of the living god as god has said i will live in them and walk among them i will be their god and they will be my people god says this in leviticus chapter 26 verse 12 and in ezekiel chapter 37 verse 27 god says i will live in them ah be confident this morning god is living in you and he is working in you he says i will be their god hallelujah and they will be my people paul says because of this 17 therefore come out from among unbelievers and separate yourself from them says the lord don't touch their filthy things he says and i will welcome you and i will be your father and you will be my sons and daughters says the all says the almighty the lord almighty or the almighty god some says says the lord almighty that's second samuel chapter 7 verse 14 all right so that concludes second corinthians chapter 5 and 6 and what amazing lessons we have learned today quite amazing please a few things remember that you are the temple of the holy spirit now that you are born again you can't simply live for yourself god paid a huge price a huge price to set you free the price was the was the was the life of a son now that you are his, God is living in you and God is working in you. He is your God. Because of that, remember that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You can't live 
like others. You simply can't. You are a child of the God of heaven. Hallelujah. You are the temple of the living God. Paul tells us that very importantly. And all of us must hold it dear to our hearts. Right? Yes. The next one is remember that you are an ambassador. Yes. You live in this world. You are an ambassador of Christ. Okay? So wherever. Imagine the ambassador of the UK of the United Kingdom comes to Nigeria. He never forgets that he's an ambassador. Lastly, Paul says our hardship cannot push us away from God. I don't know what you have been through, but I pray for you this morning. Nothing will be able to separate you from God in the mighty name of Jesus. So whatever you are going through, wear it as your badge of honor and trust God that he will lift you up. I pray for you this morning. The Lord will glorify you in the name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.